0: I guess i would argue that's still partial transparency because it's still kind of a black box in terms of how to get there you can't just reveal the numbers you got to reveal what's behind the numbers the happiness all right so this week we're talking about salary transparency and just for a kind of a quick definition i guess um i would define salary transparency as the level to which a company discloses how much their employees are being paid um and so there's different levels of that whether they're like fully transparent or fully opaque in hiding that information um so we just kind of want to break down what some of the benefits and maybe disadvantages are to salary transparency um and uh yeah, I guess let's let's dive right in. So, one of the um I guess one way one we could start by breaking this down is into three different levels. Um full transparency, partial transparency, and no transparency. I feel like a lot of companies have no transparency. Mhm. Um I don't know. I mean, I don't have statistics on this or anything, but I, I just get the impression that, like most companies, they don't really talk about salaries. Like you go and interview for a job, if they like you and they want to hire you, then they'll offer you an amount. But going into the interview, you don't really know what to expect in terms of compensation until you get to that point in the in the interview process, right? Has that been your experience?
1: Yeah, definitely, and I, and I would almost uh, be willing to say that it's the small to mid-sized companies that. Their salary levels are put are more uh, mysterious um, mm, and uh, hidden from from view not to be discussed um, in my experience I feel like well-known companies bigger companies the the big boys uh, in the game they have no issue sharing what their salary range is going to be uh, what your expected you know compensation should be for that role because they been around the block right they they mm-hmm. offer a range because they know that talent individuals are going to come for that salary and then there'll be some negotiation to be done but smaller companies they're it's almost like they're they purposely hide it thinking that that'll give them some sort of upper hand mm-hmm. right at least in my experience that's how it feels
0: yeah i think this is a good maybe a Kind of a second dimension to how you can break this down is like benefits to the company versus benefits to the employees and for those maybe small mid-sized companies that upper hand coming from the the company perspective is that they can try to get a better deal so to speak on uh, a human resource effectively i mean you're it's a resource to them as a company as a business um and if they can get a better deal, meaning offer a lower salary for the same talent, um, then that's going to be better profit margin for the business. But the downside is that, obviously, the employee doesn't get as good of a deal out of it. So those, uh, those companies that have no transparency, I think the, there's maybe a benefit to the business, but you get a much greater disadvantage to the employees. Where you know employees don't know kind of where they sit in relationship to other employees, there might be you know rumors spread about how much someone's making, and then like jealousy and things like that could mm-hmm. come out of that um and,
1: and honestly, on that note, I would argue that it's not to the company's benefit it, mm-hmm. it, or or rather it's to the company's benefit to have more transparency around their salary ranges right' mm-hmm. Cause, I've just never seen that work, right? I mean, you're you're speaking to adults who sure. are you know trying to get by and complete goals and you know whatnot, uh, live their life on on that particular salary, and it's not any more so. Of a nasty surprise whether you, you know it's like if, if i go into an interview knowing what i should expect to receive or at least a range of what i expect to receive then i think i'll treat that interview much more seriously than mm-hmm. one where it's a complete mystery because on one hand i'll, I'll constantly thinking about that i mean i remember some of my first uh job offers um Despite having done a great job and having plenty of positive reviews and uh, it, it just just great feedback all around, the uh, salary they offered was far far lower than what I knew was fair for the role. Right. Right. Um, and you could argue that you're you know, you're new to the role, so they don't have to pay you as much or, or whatever. But that's not true, right? I mean, if I took that experience and went elsewhere someone else could pay me just as much as i was expecting right so yeah so i think for the company it's much better for them to just be honest with what they can afford or what they're willing to pay rather than play this game of well yeah you know the typical salary range is this but give you 14 reasons why they're not going to give it to you but promise you'll get it down the road when honestly these days you could just jump ship right jump ship Mm -hmm. go to another company and you know, as long as you play your game strong, you'll get a much better salary with another company, right? Mm-hmm. Might not be what you want, but I mean, that's that's how people usually go about it now.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that um, the perspective of looking at like purely from a business standpoint, where it, you know the lower salary might look good on paper in terms of you know business expenses, um, but you're not going to attract as good a talent. Potentially. Um mm. you're not going to retain employees probably as long. Uh once they find out, you know, I'm being underpaid. Right. Start. You know, if they interview out other companies or look up salary ranges for other companies. Um so long term like it might be a short term benefit and look good on paper, but long term or and or factoring in like your actual people on your team, it's not it's not a good long game to play. Right. It doesn't seem right. like so. Um I guess the other i mean i kind of touched on this but like the other disadvantage is that you can have really wide disparities in pay in a company that doesn't disclose any of that which Mm -hmm. again is kind of like to the company's benefit if someone knows how like what they're worth and they they negotiate hard they might get you know get to um push their salary up through through raises and such um and then someone else who doesn't know that they can do that or that they should be doing that ends up stuck at a much lower salary. um, And you can have these huge pay gaps. And the company gets away with it because nobody knows. Um, But it's all just kind of rumors and and black box and and this, and it's not a very good, like you said, honesty um, is really a much better policy for a company to take.
1: Yeah, actually, um, that reminds me of uh, an incident. So we had a new person join us um, from a uh, much more prestigious company. Uh, and in this case, Microsoft. I don't mind mentioning where they came from. Um, but, you know, they, they had joined us from the Microsoft team. I guess they were just looking for something different in their career, um, stepping into the consulting world uh, to, to, to achieve that. And just knowing that Microsoft is one of these companies that is usually fairly open about their pay ranges and things like that, um, you got you had to wonder why on earth would they accept an offer from the company i'm currently working for Mm. unless they got a lot more right than what all the other employees who have joined the team are being paid um in that in that particular instance it turned out to be very very true and once the truth had Mm. sort of uh you know spun itself through all the years of the employees on the team you know, there there was quite a bit of uh, a disruption in the workplace, mm-hmm. right? Because it just gotcha. didn't, didn't feel fair. Like, okay, so this guy came from the outside and came from a prestigious team, and in order to sort of uh, pick up a better player or, or a stronger, potentially stronger team member from a better team, you're willing to, you know, break out the piggy bank, right? But mm-hmm. for individuals who have been loyal and consistently fight the good fight, um and who don't cause trouble with great track record right they don't get any sort of reward besides the typical maybe like what two percent would you say like what would you say the average uh average like sort of raises raise? yeah uh because well, like, there's a lot of companies that don't take that into account what? right yeah
0: <laughs> like three to four percent i feel like is a little three, four percent. Should
1: have should have had your manager. Um yeah, <laughs> <was> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh on our team it was uh what we were told was it, it was it's typical to have one to three percent, right? Oh, okay. one yeah. Um and quite and 1% honestly
0: seems pretty low.
1: Yeah, yeah. One percent does seem pretty low. That that's uh and and the worst part was there was just not really any way for you to achieve a better bracket. It's just kind of like I th- I th- you know it honestly felt like it just came down to whoever made the loudest noise whoever was the most mm. respected who was the most senior so yeah. if you're first to the play and you're like the youngest and the ugliest you know and you're you're not going to get that money boy but uh <laughs> if uh you know you're 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 old and you've been around the block and the company respects you then they're going to get a bigger piece of that pie right um and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure that kind of thing happens but i guess our point is that it no it ne- doesn't necessarily have to happen, and it shouldn't necessarily happen because mm-hmm. it causes more trouble than it's worth
2: right right, yeah,
0: yeah, so the uh the second level, I guess uh would be like partial transparency, and I see this as companies kind of what you were saying showing or communicating salary ranges. Um, that might be tied to like a job position or uh, a role within the company or maybe based on performance that kind of thing so if you have a range at least you know you have kind of a ballpark of where you're going to fall and especially going into an interview having that is really useful because you could just um i mean you could say you know you've got five interviews lined up but like these two are well below what i was already making and that's since that's the range that i would expect there i can just rule those out immediately um, so uh and then like on the flip side of that like you know you see like it's a little bit higher range than what you're what you've been at might be might be worth a shot interviewing there try to bump up your own bracket um so having that information i think is really valuable for interviewing but also as an employee um knowing like your career path within the company this is what i can expect roughly salary wise as i go through my career and um and grow and get promotions and that kind of thing
1: mm-hmm. so yeah you t- i think you touched on a really good point there um most people who grasp about their salaries besides being far too low right is I, I think most people just want to understand how they will progress or how they potentially could progress through the company that was one of my my kind of major pain points, um, initially when entering the workplace, I just I wasn't sure how my skill set was valued, right? Um, and and I didn't want scenarios in which, you know, I cry hard so I get what I want, right? I I just yeah. wanted to be treated fairly and told what my skill set was actually worth, right? And that's something that, from an employee standpoint, I think I expect of my employers. To be able to accurately, you know, dictate what my salary should be, so that if I were to pursue other opportunities, I'm I'm not you know, I'm not taking a bullet to the chest every time whenever I have a conversation with another company's recruiter by you know, by you know speaking of numbers that are too outlandish or you know too low to make myself look like a weak candidate you know so. That's definitely something that I've always looked for.
0: Yeah, and I think there are a, a probably a good number of companies that have some level of partial transparency. Mm-hmm. They communicate something set some expectations to some level. Um, and I think the uh, kind of on a related note, um, things like other benefits like separate from salary um and bonuses are also something that i think companies might be a little bit better at communicating mm-hmm. um you know typically you know uh going into a, an interview what the benefits package is they they communicate that pretty upfront um and then obviously as an employee you know what kind of benefits you're getting and that's generally um pretty transparent in, at least in my experience like you know what the company health plan is like mm-hmm. it's not like oh these people are getting so, some special plan how do i get on that um and then bonuses i think there's varying levels to this for sure but um often there's kind of like a set expectation of like this is how you get a bonus um whether that's like a cut at the end of the year or based on performance or you know um some other metric um if the company does have a bonus structure that is usually i feel like a little more transparency around that mm-hmm. than than maybe actual salaries yeah
1: and and since we're on the topic of uh, partial transparency i think partial transparency as a category is only really as good as the company's ability to stick to their guns right there's, mm-hmm. there's just i feel like there's no point as a company like why would you tell me your salary ranges or, or, you know, the likelihood of getting this type of salary on this type of role. If again, kind of in my earlier example, like an all-star shows up and you just, you pay out the butt, right? Like, it's just, why right. would you, why would you do that? Right. It's just, yeah. and then what's, what's the point of the structure that you've set up, you know, in that case, just keep it a mystery and just deal with the constant deal with the consequences. Right. Because right. people are going to find out anyways, whenever you hire someone, you know, in and they, they end up not sticking around for very long, going out for better offers and you know the people who actually return to the company, they're all of a sudden happier and things like that, right? So yeah, I think full transparency is probably the best category. the, the, the category that resonates with me the most. partial mm-hmm. is a bit of a sticky area because again, not every company is very good at sticking to their guns in this case, right? yeah um literally. yeah it's
0: almost like uh we talked about companies building trust with their employees uh, mm-hmm. in, in previous episodes and if you if you do that that partial approach and you set some expectations but then you kind of bend the rules and make exceptions to that, then you you and people find out about it, then you break that trust yeah that's bad and governance. now you're you're starting Hashtag back governance. from square one yeah so yeah that's a that's a great point you gotta you got to be consistent if you're gonna i mean in in any of these really you got to be consistent any of these levels Mm -hmm. but so full transparency then i mean this is i think the newest kid on the block so to speak um but i it seems like a growing trend there's Mm -hmm. more and more companies that are um that are being fully transparent with salaries and i think there's kind of like what we touched on at the beginning a lot of benefits to the employees in that model mm-hmm. um and that, it also goes back to you know honesty and building that trust with employees um when the the company's willing to share those uh deep dark secrets with their employees it it builds that trust relationship and then um you know it, i think the the one caveat that comes to mind for full transparency is you have to f- frame it right and set good expectations going into it. Um, so I think like the biggest kind of misstep you could take here is like taking your existing company where you had previously none or maybe partial transparency and just like pulling back the curtains. Mm-hmm. Every, everyone's gonna be upset good luck good luck because yeah. <laughs> you'll suddenly see all the pay disparity you'll suddenly see like hey he's you know i've been here for 12 years he's only been here for six years and he's making twice as much as me what's going on mm-hmm. people are gonna be upset so you can't you can't do that yeah but to a certain um, extent
1: like i would say that as an employee you don't i mean in some cases i think it's pretty obvious but in a lot of cases, I would argue that you don't have a right to judge why the company is paying someone else more than you, right? It, 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 or or less than you. Honestly, um, you would hope you would hope that the company has made those decisions with sort of a lot of background information in mind, right? Like if, if mm-hmm. they if you hire someone. Like if I was a more senior member and a newer member of the team who might be younger than me is being paid more, maybe their skill set is a hotter commodity than the one I've honed, right? Sure. While I'm being paid what I'm worth in my particular category, uh, it might be a far older skill set, right? Um Think about. Uh, I, I think of it as kind of like antiques or like newer tools and things like that, right? I might pay a premium on a new tool just because it's it's kind of the hottest thing on the block right now, right? But I'm also paying a different type of premium on an older tool set that has just been you know proven true over many many years, right? Yeah, yeah. That.
0: Yeah, I I think yeah, I think that's a valid point, but that that goes back to then like. The company being transparent about how they choose those salaries. Mm-hmm. So I think alongside with just pulling back the curtain, um, the if numbers. you're going to make the switch mm-hmm. to this, like here's here are the factors that go into deciding salary. You know, it's it's performance, it's skill set, it's longevity. Um, you know, and and then like if you're upfront and just say like negotiations a part of it too. Mm-hmm. You know that that's a valid factor and so i think it's okay for the like you don't have to have everyone like making the same salary but making sure that everyone knows how they can move within Mm -hmm. that and what factors into it is really important Um, because otherwise if you just if you see these if you have this transparency and you see these pay gaps or or pay disparities and you don't know why then that's where you're just going to be upset you're just going to be envious of of your coworkers, and um and then it's really not i guess i would argue that's still partial transparency because it's still kind of a black box in terms of how to get there you can't just reveal the numbers you got to reveal what's behind the numbers yeah
1: yeah and i I think take uh full transparency with a grain of salt right because again i think there are just some things that as an average employee you don't deserve to know Right? Like, mm-hmm. I, if I, if I own my own company and an employee came up to me demanding all the answers in the world about my company and how it's run and everything, I would sit them down, pat them on the back, tell them what a good job <laughs> they've done so far, and tell them to shut up. Just shut up. That's all. Nothing else. Um, because there's a lot of things that go into it that they're not going to care about. They're not going to understand. I mean, they'd have to own their own company to understand what perspective <laughs> I'm really operating from, right? So. Yeah. Whenever I've argued my salary, I've always left a lot of room for just them to push back, right? It's almost just like a like, like a misunderstanding gap, you know like I'm not mm-hmm. going to understand the perspective you're coming from, or I might not agree from what uh, factors you're you're evaluating me from, but it doesn't matter because I don't own the company. I'm not running the business, right? So as long as you're fair as can be to me and give me a proper explanation. Without a lot of detail, I can accept it in sure, most cases, yeah. right, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I don't think you have to like give them the mathematical formula, but um but yeah, some kind of understanding of 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 how they how they work towards those numbers would
1: it's funny you should mention that maybe. uh I actually wouldn't mind giving anyone who asked like let's say I' own a company, I wouldn't <laughs> mind giving an employee everything they asked. As yeah. long as they're willing to do one thing for me. Take like a geometry test in front of like the entire workforce. So every problem <laughs> you get wrong, like we all just point at you and laugh. Just like I don't know. Just like, like if you want to know the what? numbers, prove to me you deserve the numbers, you know?
0: Uh, I purposely chose geometry no.
1: because like come on, I mean, who <laughs> who remembers all that crap, right? But um well, my friend's wife does She's not each sure but uh, anyways. You know it would just be <laughs> I think it's it's one of those things where I would just like I would add some humor into the mix because I would just want a really crazy example of like why I wouldn't give you all the numbers and why I wouldn't tell you how all this is calculated because it's not relevant, (laughs) you know, not relevant Mm -hmm. to the current discussion, right? If if you feel like you're worth more, then you should come to me with those facts. Mm -hmm. Don't ask me for more information than you can currently handle, or else I will force you to take a geometry test in front of the entire workforce and i will i will zoom that entire thing
0: i guess my my counter argument is toward the math test uh (laughs) well towards the whole point (laughs) you're making (laughs) um would be like how should employees know when they think they're worth more so if you if you're transparent about like you know skill set factors into it then they know maybe they don't know like directly oh if i learn this i'll make this much more but they could they they would know that if i do a little extra studying if i learn a couple more skills i can ask for a raise generally Mm -hmm. Um, so i think that's that's where the benefit comes in is if you have you don't have to have like again the mathematical formula or anything but Knowing at least the top the categories that factor into salary decisions helps employees know, you know. Oh well, I've been studying this extra stuff on the side. Maybe I am worth more now, and I can go ask. I can start having that conversation. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, yeah, whatever. totally, so, totally.
1: I think yeah. those kind of questions are very fair, right? Yeah, you're coming from a perspective of I want to be worth more in this company. Um, what what can I do to get to that next step? Right, mm-hmm. but my point earlier was just saying, don't be one of those people that like demand all the answers, thinking that you can somehow like spin it a different way to the CEO of the company or something, or whoever sure, you're, yeah. you're you're working with, <laughs> right? Because I've I've definitely yeah. seen both. Now, I've I've I know personally I've come across as pushy in some of these negotiations, right? But I think you need to be a little pushy to get to where you want to be sometimes, right? So I've never mm-hmm. been afraid to kind of just clearly say what I want and push for it right if the current person i'm speaking to doesn't have the power or the interest in having those conversations i would like to speak to someone who does right because it's just a conversation and i think companies should be open to conversations like that but i've also heard of people who are pushy just like i am but they push for the strangest things they push for like just all the calculations that go into how a person like what a person is worth in a particular department. Um, but there's much more to that that goes into it, right? Like how many members of the team that you currently have. So yeah, you're asking a bigger question that you can imagine, right? So I guess my Mm -hmm. early performance is just if you're going to go in to negotiate, regardless of what type of environment you're in, go in with some good facts, right? Go in with some foundation so you can ask the proper questions and get the answer that you would want to receive.
0: Yeah, no, this is all, this is all good stuff. I guess one question Kind of, it's a little bit of a tangent, maybe, but like, what factors do you think should not play into a person's salary? Factors should not play into person's salary. Um,
1: ooh, don't talk to me about what another company's offering you.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah, I would say why, that. Why not? Because I feel like that's a very powerful negotiating tactic. It is, but
1: I've never been a fan of it because it just it's to me it's like it's a it's a big power play, right? You're 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 clearly stating that someone else is you're worth more to someone else and you're not worth more to the current company that you're working for, right? And people can take that one of two ways. They can be happy about it and they can say, Hey, no, hey, we'll, we'll match you, we like you, we we'll want you to stay, so here you go. Mm-hmm. Or they can match you in the moment. And be very upset about the way that you went about it, right? Because I think there's a, mm. there, it's a, it's a difficult area to step in when you're making that type of move, right? And honestly, I could respond to requests like that and say, "Well, tell me more about this company. How big are they? What uh, types of work? You know, what type of work do they do? How much do they bill? Right? Like, there's so much that goes into building each company and the skills that sure. they offer." another company's salary may be totally you know just out of the range of what this company that you're currently working for um can can offer you right so i've never been a fan of that i know it's worked in a lot of cases right like and again it goes to company policy like some companies are very open to that they want to hear when you've received an offer right but Mm -hmm. The more that kind of thing works, well, how do you know when the employee is just bluffing, right? Sure. No, so it's it's like I would never do that if I had another choice.
0: Yeah. If I mean, if more companies were transparent about their salaries, you could easily find out if the the employee was bluffing, right? Um. From a company's point of view, too. Yeah. yeah, I think there's more nuance to that approach, though. So the way that, like, for example, that I would go about it if I was going to bring that up in a salary negotiation um is i would get maybe like three or four companies that are in similar industry similar size and and bring those you know average pay ranges or whatever um together and use that as my my talking point so that's more saying like hey these similar companies similar to this company value me this much more based on my skill set and that kind of thing um and i think that's a little bit more useful because it's saying like you're bringing to the company and maybe it's also probably you know the tone that you use and how you frame it in the conversation no, too yeah. um but i I mean as a company I, I i can see that being valuable in knowing what the market value is for your employees um especially if you are trying to be more transparent and you want to pay them fair wages based mm-hmm. on the market that that information is really valuable so it, if it may be the argument can be made the company should be looking up that data on already. their own yeah but um, maybe during this transition time to becoming more transparent it could be beneficial and welcomed by the company um, to help them bridge that gap and, and pay more fairly
1: mm-hmm. yeah so. you brought up a good point the, yeah. if if the company was already looking into that type of data then the, the, the individual wouldn't need to bring that type of information up in the first place. Sure. Um, yeah. And if the individual were to bring that that information to a company that hasn't been paying much attention, well, they should also tread carefully because the company might not care, right? Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just, it all just depends on how transparent they are with their own salary and how conscious they are of other competing entities, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure.
1: Because you never want to you never want your people to be poached. Um, or you never want to lose people because you know, they feel like they're not being paid fairly. Um, but it's difficult. I understand. Like if you don't have a big budget, right, it's hard to be that transparent because maybe you can't be as fair as you would want to be. Um, but in any case, I think we've, we talked about several good points in this, uh, what I'd like to do is end with sort of um, negotiation strategy within this bubble, mm, right? Okay. Uh, yeah. so in the, regardless of where your company is at or what companies you're looking into, um, are at in terms of their transparency level of salaries. Uh, let's say you're going in blind. Okay. So it's a fairly typical scenario. Um, whether you're a new worker or you're, just seeking other opportunities right and you've been in the industry for quite a while uh how do you normally kind of poke and prod to determine what the salary range is do you wait for an answer usually or um are you more of the type uh where you just ask directly what what are your thoughts on i guess any one of these moves in this particular moment and the scenario was uh to remind you is you've just begun speaking to like a recruiter from the company that you're interested in and mm. it's open for, they're asking you if you have any questions.
0: I think I would be straightforward about it. Mm-hmm. Um, It's been a while since I've <laughs> had that kind of interview, but um, that's something where, you know, it's a pretty important factor in the decision for myself. Mm-hmm. So if, if, they open it up for questions at any step in that process. I mean, like the earlier on, I can find that out the faster I can make a decision about whether to move forward in the process with that company or not. Mm -hmm. Um, So if the recruiter is the first person I talk to and they can give me a range, um, I can make a decision right away if I'm going to go through like a day of interviews or not Mm -hmm. um, from that point. So
1: now common technique of recruiters now, uh, they'll ask you what your range is right and i hate that but uh, yeah yeah so so how do you how do you combat these kind of situations what's what's going on through your head
0: i think if i was looking to make a move i i mean the trajectory is always trending up right so i'm just gonna if they ask me for a range instead i'm just gonna offer a range a little bit higher than what i'm currently making maybe or like maybe starting at or slightly below what i'm making to a bit higher than i really want to be making mm-hmm. Um so that I'm not pushing too hard on them, um, but I can, I'm on the right trajectory, I guess. You know, and then and then if they come back and say like, sorry, that's outside what we can offer, hopefully they come back with that pretty quick as well. And again, that decision can be made quickly. So. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. So, so you're of the opinion that you you just leave yourself kind of a a wide breadth to to chase a higher salary if the occasion arises or at the very least you're you're right around where you're currently at so that's your that's your technique
0: yeah i mean if i could if i could do like a lateral move as long as there's opportunity for growth Mm -hmm. i'm i'm That's beneficial as well you know the, the move isn't just to make more money usually for me there's there's more other factors so
1: right that's a good point recently what i've been doing in my conversations is um I will give them a range for a base salary and I will tell them that depending on the, 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 but, the benefits, right. The benefits package, I'd be inclined to either, you know, lower or increase my expectations, you know, uh, mm. accordingly. Right. Which that's good. Yeah. In, in my experience leaves me enough room to at the very least have that conversation. Right. Cause mm-hmm. if you go in with just a number in mind, that's not giving the recruiter much to play around with. Right. If you, if you're just yeah. dead set on a number, then the conversation is almost always over before it began. Right. right. There's no wiggle right. room. Um, yeah. so you give them a range and I like what you do, which is you start kind of at your salary and then you go up. Right. So there's no downside for you. Right. Lateral move right. or <laughs> increase, which is great. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And then just the additional thing I would add is just, uh, my own technique of including kind of the benefits strategy as, as that buffer, right. To provide me either with, um, some wiggle room. If they say that, Oh, you know, your salary is a little bit high, uh, but we have great benefits and then they'll continue that conversation. Um, sure. Or vice versa and saying like, well, Hey, we actually have a couple of different options for benefits and we'd like to offer you this and that. And, you know, so, um, yeah, but, Tough, tough, uh, tough recruiters when they put you on the spot yeah. like that and ask. I, I used <laughs> to, I used to just, I still don't like it, but I've gotten used to the question, so I've learned how to answer it. But initially, mm-hmm. when they would ask me, I'd just be like, "No, you first, <laughs>
0: <laughs> right?" You first. Yeah. Um, I like, yeah, I like the idea of of factoring the benefits into that conversation as well. Mm-hmm. One thing I've been thinking about more within the company, um so you know salary negotiations on you know an annual basis or whatever with my manager um is the the idea of asking for more vacation time instead of a raise mm-hmm. so maybe i'll take the you know usual cost of living raise instead of a, a pay bump but ask for more days off um per year um and th- i think that's like a shift in value for me and like what's, what's important to me Mm -hmm. and i've not been good at taking time off so if i can if i can rack up some more of that time and take full advantage of that um that could outweigh a potential higher salary yeah that's that's a great point
1: because yeah when i first started out i i never thought about vacation that way right or Mm -hmm. i would be pleased if i received more vacation days but I wouldn't really utilize it. Right. And, and, and vac- yeah. I think vacation is one of those benefits that you really do forget about and you need to utilize, right. Right. Whether, yeah. whether you just need a day off or you could use day off to go catch a movie or something, use it. Why not? It's, it's your right. Right. And and the more you have of it, the more you can potentially use on any given year. If you just need a longer break or something. Right. I never looked at vacation days mm-hmm. like that until, a bit later in my career like a couple of years in when i was like you're actually vacation these are actually pretty useful as well you know you don't, you don't really get a monetary return from them but uh it's it's beneficial for you to use them once you have them oh and a good point for our, our listeners there's a lot of companies especially in um washington state Right, uh, as an example, um, where they don't pay out your vacation, so keep that in mind uh, wherever you're from, wherever you're listening to our podcast from, I would look it up um for whatever state or location you're you're in because companies have their own policies, and sometimes the the government kind of you know lays down the law in terms of what needs to be done, but there are a lot of states within the u s That leave it up to the companies themselves to decide whether or not they pay out vacation days right so not only are you not allowed to roll over to a certain extent in a lot of cases you're actually not uh (laughs) your vacation days are are, are as good as over if you decide to quit or move roles or you know Mm -hmm. anything of that sort so keep that in mind
0: yeah it's good incentive to use it throughout the year oh for sure and for just
1: General, you know, sanity.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: I I never took vacation unless it was, oh yeah, I want two weeks off to like go on this trip with a friend or something. But in reality, I should have been using them along the way because, uh, (laughs) you know, twice I've moved roles and twice I've left vacation days in the queue. Um, Mm, yeah, deepest regret ever. Uh, anyways,
0: cool, good discussion on uh, salary transparency. Hopefully, this was helpful for our listeners especially those in the interview process um, or trying to make a decision if they should stay in their current company um, yeah I think uh, Mike you and I are on the same page that full transparency is kind of the ideal mm-hmm. um, and you know it's a lot of honesty from the company which builds trust with employees that um, helps uh, helps companies pay more fairly we didn't really talk about that a whole lot but Um, that transparency is kind of like an accountability for the company incentivizes them to pay their employees more fairly um so yeah good good stuff yeah
1: definitely one last thing i would add is uh you know during covid transparency um and salary really were kind of two big topics right when when i noticed that things were going poorly for the company i was working for what i could have used and what a lot of us could have used that we're working for the same group was uh a, just a little bit of honesty in terms of how bad things were right instead of having to kind of deal with it all as it all came tumbling down you know so um from personal experience i I know for a fact that just a little bit of honesty goes a long way in a lot yeah. of scenarios you know but uh for sure I'll leave you with that thought
0: cool well, if you like this episode uh please leave us a rating and review and um Also check out our Patreon, happinesshustle.studio slash Patreon. You can support us there. Get some extra content from us, our Monday motivational episodes that we drop in addition to our regular Thursday episodes. Um, And a couple other ways for us to connect um, with our patrons there. So check that out. And until next time. Until next time. Hustle it up. Bye.
1: you do it just
2: just do it you want me to do it i'll practice it i'll practice it